0: ninjas calling all ninjas it's time for lime ninja radio
1: today on lime
2: ninja radio your, your ecs your endocannabinoid system is going to help modulate the immune system uh, nervous system functions and essentially it's trying to provide homeostasis or balance in the body.
1: This podcast is sponsored by the Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker. I'm so excited to tell you about our new Lyme Ninja Symptom Tracker. One of the things I hear over and over again, whether it's talking to a patient in my office or consulting over the phone with a client, is just how difficult it is to keep track of progress on their Lyme journey. Recording symptoms daily or even weekly gives them too many data points. There are so many ups and downs, twists and turns that at some point they get lost and confused. The Lime Ninja Symptom Tracker takes all the guesswork out of tracking symptoms with a simple monthly questionnaire. Once a month is the perfect interval to see if that new supplement or protocol is working. Right now, when you take the Symptom Tracker questionnaire, we give you a simple composite score for the month. But we have big plans, and the data you enter will not be lost as we roll out new features. Best of all, it's free. Just head on over to LimeNinjaRadio.com slash tracker and sign up. That's LimeNinjaRadio.com slash tracker. You'll be glad you did. Join us every Thursday on iTunes for the latest episode of Lime Ninja Radio. Hello, I'm your host, McKay Rippy, and this is episode number 253 with CEO and co-founder of Mountain Made CBD, Mike Patchen. Also welcome our show producer and the brains behind Lime Ninja Radio, Aurora.
0: Hello, and in this episode, you will learn three main things. Why people beginning to experiment with CBD should start with just CBD, how much CBD you really need to be therapeutic, and what to look out for when researching CBD products.
1: Thanks, Aurora, and a big shout out to all you longtime Lime Ninjas. You're the reason we have more than half a million downloads. Aurora and I really, really appreciate you tuning in. And we'd like to welcome all the new listeners out there. Welcome to Lime Ninja Radio. You are now officially a Lime Ninja. And before we go any further, we need a favor from you. Will you please leave us a review if you haven't? If you're on the iPhone, your iPhone right now, just scroll down past all the other episodes. And at the bottom, you'll see a chance to just tap in five stars. So go ahead and do that right now. Yes, we're going to be like NPR and keep talking until you've done that. Just (laughs) tap on the five stars. And if you have a minute, go ahead and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out about this podcast and people like you will be able to find us. The more that know, the better.
0: As you know, Lyme disease is an international problem. Each week, we have listeners join you from all over the world. This past week, we've had listeners tune in from Portland, Oregon to Paris, France.
1: Thanks, Aurora. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about this week's guest, Mike Patcham.
0: Mike Patchen is an entrepreneur who has been working in the hemp industry for five years and the cannabis industry for nine. He founded Mountain Made to provide high-quality CBD that can be relied on to produce consistent therapeutic effect. Now, why did you want to talk with him?
1: Everybody's talking about CBD. We're in a tiny little town in central New York, and there is a CBD store in our tiny little town. It's in every gas station
0: yeah you know drugstore <laughs> you know it's bad when your local uh gas station has selling, little cbd yes. things
1: clearly they're not all the same product and i wanted to bring somebody in who's in the industry and has something to say about the quality of the products out there now the main thing to remember about this is hemp oil is like Making your own homemade wine. Some batches are good and some batches are not so good. So the quality varies all over the place. And I think that's what Mike really emphasizes in this episode how to know what to do and maybe what products to use. He, he does. He pitches his products. Of course he does. Well, that's part of the reason we had him on the show. And we think there's a legitimate reason for starting with his product before you start branching out somewhere to get consistency in your dosage. And that's so important for a Lyme patient because things are up and down anyway. You don't want to add something where you think you're doing the same thing. It's not like taking a baby aspirin every day where you know every single time you're getting the same dose. It's more like, again, bathtub wine. Some years it's going to be good, and some years you're going to be cleaning the garbage can with it (laughs) or turning it into vinegar. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. So that's the main reason. The other thing is CBD can be an incredibly useful tool for so many of the symptoms with Lyme disease. Some people are starting off treating right away with it. It may even have immune-boosting properties, so it might be part of your kill-the-bugs strategy, or definitely prepare for the bugs and definitely heal after the part. So CBD just seems to be one of these things that you can use all through your Lyme journey. And it's important to know about it. It's a useful herb. So that is why we brought Mike on. And here's our interview with Mike. (laughs) Hello, Michael. This is McKay Rippey from Lyme Ninja Radio.
2: Hey McKay, how are you? In, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing really well, and let's see if we can get the the magic of the internet recording system working for us now. We sure. Just for all of those you listening, we just started. We had a great introduction. We we're talking about Michael's dogs, which sound awesome, by the way. And then the internet just dropped, which happens with these things. So, what what you don't have to deal with when you're just listening to a podcast, not recording one.
2: Yep, exactly. Maybe this snowstorm up here in Colorado is is inter, interfering with, with the matrix a little bit.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get into CBD and its use for people who are really sick, like with, with Lyme disease, for example, what were you doing before CBD? Or is this your first love?
2: Yeah, no, that's a great question. So I started in um, the cannabis industry, which is the cousin to hemp and CBD in 2010. So I have almost a decade experience <clears throat> working with cannabinoids, um, helping patients as well as recreational customers um, on multifacets in the industry from retail, uh, production, post-production. Wholesale opportunities, um, a a pretty vast experience level there. Previous to that, I was doing B2B sales uh, for a packaging company. And then previous to that, I was a a student at Kent State University. So the majority of my career path has been spent in either cannabis or hemp. So
1: how did you get from Kent State to Colorado?
2: Yeah. So Kent State actually brought me to Atlanta. Um, I was representing packaging products that were being made in Ohio, my home state. Uh, Did that for three years. Enjoyed it. Learned a lot. Really fell in love with what I saw out in the field as small business opportunities. Um, And uh, uh, it just so happened that a friend called me. There was a job posting in Telluride, Colorado. And he said, drop out, move out, be a ski bum. And Find yourself. And I said, I can't pass that up. So that that's uh that's what I did.
1: That's just awesome. Living the dream.
2: It was. Yeah, you know, it taught me a lot. Uh the packaging industry taught me how to be professional. Tell your I taught me how to go back and be myself. And then the cannabis and hemp industry has allowed me to mold them. And I tell people I have an opportunity to be professional at being myself at this point.
1: Now you mentioned,
2: and I don't remember because
1: the blurred together to me already, in the part of the interview that we didn't get, or, or this part of the interview, that you have a background with cannabis as well. And do they, I have a question. Do they ever make withdraw the CBD oil from the cannabis, or is that just kind of like a separate product? They just leave it over there and just do the CBD with the hemp?
2: Sure. So I've worked with CBD products that have been produced from cannabis. Um, But the the difference between a, a cannabis plant and a hemp plant is that cannabis naturally wants to produce THC with trace amounts of CBD. Hemp wants to produce CBD with trace amounts of THC. So from a large scale production standpoint, you're better off extracting CBD from hemp. Uh, whereas in cannabis, your main focus will be THC based products.
1: And then in terms of clinical, you know, you hear people go back and forth. You need some CBD with a little THC. No, you don't need any, or just skip the whole thing and go for the real stuff. What's, what's your thought on kind of the spectrum of what's available out there?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. And, and, you know, again, to all the listeners, thank you again for, for having me on today. Um, I'm always out. I'm a business person at heart. So I'm always trying to promote, you know, Mountain Maid is our brand and drive sales to Mountain Maid. But at the end of the day, my goal in this podcast is going to be to allow, you know, use my experience, load you all up with good information. And then hopefully you can make um, appropriate decisions on your end. You know, the amount of information out there about CBD is pretty overwhelming. So let's start with the direct question. Do you need THC in CBD products to have the CBD be effective? Uh, The answer is no, you don't. But the other answer to that is if you're in a severe state, there is opportunity to leverage full-spectrum products um, to address some of your ailment or symptoms. But you pull a layer back on that, and the downside to full-spectrum, broad-spectrum products is at this point, no brand, zero brands in the industry are bringing a consistent full-spectrum, broad-spectrum product to market. And we can kind of dive down that rabbit hole here in a little bit to further explain that. Um, So there is some benefit in certain cases, severe cases, severe symptoms, severe ailment, to add THC into your regimen. But you can have a, a pretty vast Positive effect from standalone CBD, which is what Mountain Made uses in our product line. We use crystal clear CBD. So 100% non contaminated, just CBD. Where do you source it? Do you grow it or do you contract with farmers? Yeah, we have a, a contract with a supply chain. So the extractor that we buy our CBD molecule from sources hemp nationwide. They bring it in, run it through their processes, and then we buy that molecule. Uh, by the kilo. So 2.2 pounds is a kilo. We buy our CBD molecule by the kilo.
1: And then what does crystal clear mean? I saw that on your website. I was like, okay, that's a little bit different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what we're trying to show is, you know, all of our product is tested before it comes into our production process. Um, We can show that we have zero heavy metals, zero pesticides, zero residual solvents, zero terpenes and Uh, zero other cannabinoids so we're just CBD 99.9% pure CBD
1: now that's a big issue in the Lyme world because many people struggling one of the issues is their detox pathways have been shut down or overwhelmed or both and so any adding anything even filler sometimes on supplements are too much and so the less you know the less contaminants putting into the system, the less problems they're going to have down the road to, uh, taking the supplement. Now, the other thing we get into is dosing. And so are your capsules, or they tablets?
2: Sure. So it's a tablet. Um, you could refer to them as pills. We use tablet, it has less of a negative connotation to it. Um, exactly. Our ingredients are posted online, we utilize a minimum set of ingredients. The biggest piece that Mountain Maid is bringing to the table is one, we're non-contaminated. Two, our potencies are are tested every batch and they're accurate. And three, we allow for a baseline. Being that we're just using CBD and there's not other pieces of the plant included in it, you can see how you're going to respond to just CBD before you start adding in all this broad spectrum, full spectrum additions that don't have a consistent nature to their products. Um, And I think, you know, that's a super, super important place to start with anyone experimenting or getting into a CBD regimen is what is your baseline and how consistent is the product that you're taking?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And we don't think about that. With extracts so much or tinctures, I mean, if you're making your own stuff out of the backyard, you might have experience with that. But most people think they're pulling something off the shelf, and you know they're used to—I don't know—we we'll use a horrible example: Budweiser beer. It's like Budweiser beer tastes like Budweiser beer, no matter where you are. It's exactly the same, and the process has been so super standardized. But when you're doing a little product, you know, like making a broad spectrum. Even CBD, right? That uh, it can it, it can vary from batch to batch. So you may have a good reaction one month, or for a couple months, and then all of a sudden they've got a different source coming through, or different growing conditions, different seasons. It's like you know, it's like wine. Wine's a better example, right? It's going to vary from vary- year to year. So I like I like that idea of kind of getting established, having some idea with what's going on, so then you can begin to experiment if if you need to
2: right? If you need to, right. And again, you know, there's a big cost difference between the Mount Made product and other products being that we do source our CBD direct from the manufacturer, a co-packer, a third party is not touching any of our material. So there's no markup. Um, you know, so our system, you can take up to 155 milligrams of CBD a day for $128 a month. That's unmatched in the marketplace right now. Um, you know, when you get into the broad spectrum, full spectrum, you're paying for the hype of what those words mean. You're not paying for a consistent product. Fascinating.
1: I mean, CBD is a little bit like a pet rock right now. I mean, it's such, uh, I mean, we, in our little tiny town here in central New York, there's a CBD shop. I couldn't believe they opened up, but they did. And, um, you know, it's in gas stations. It's, It's in Rite Aid. It's everywhere, right? And people are taking it for everything. And can you help sort out the hype from the science? What symptoms should people be using CBD for?
2: Yeah, no, I think that's a a great comment. You know, uh, the the biggest separator between Mount Maiden and almost any other product line on the market and I was Googling quite a bit um, to prepare for this podcast, CBD and Lyme disease, and the reoccurring issue that you're going to see or a lot of people are seeing, Mount Maid believes in high dose, and science is backing that. So the studies in Israel are saying 1,500 milligrams a day is safe. The most recent study on autism is saying the therapeutic dose is 300 to 600 milligrams a day. You go into a gas station, you're going to buy a 1,000 milligrams for $100, and science is saying that is really only two days' worth of CBD. How can you even afford that? High-dose CBD in a lot of the articles that I read about Lyme disease correlating with CBD was, I felt good for three days, and then it tapered off. I found the therapeutic dose to be between 60 and 100 milligrams a day. I can't afford that and this product doesn't support that, you know. So again, our baseline of just providing a high quality CBD only product and having it priced to where you can take up to 155 milligrams a day for $128 a month really isn't being done outside of Mount in in the market. The influx of products are from brands that don't have a background in cannabis and hemp. They're jumping on the train, they're running out to a co-packer, they're slabbing a label on a product that 10 other brands are using the same product, and they're all rushing the market, hoping to get rich. And that low-dose product system, science is showing time and time again, it's 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 ineffective.
1: So I jumped on the train a couple years ago and bought some CBD oil in a in a nano emulsion so you know who your competitors are so you know who that is Mm -hmm. and uh was really disappointed and so were my patients with the response there just wasn't any and listening to you just a little bit it's like okay well maybe i need to give this another chance and use it the right way
2: yeah and 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 and, you know I, i said this on a podcast i did the other week and i don't mean this in a negative way because i hope everyone health and success out there but at the same time i'm encouraged to hear stories where cbd didn't work because it reinforces the fact that some products do work and the products that work are going to have staying power in the market and we're here because we know what we're doing bottom line you know nine years of experience think about you know people say 10,000 hours and you're an expert I mean, our team has over nine years experience in cannabis and hemp. Add those hours up. Go on Instagram, find a CBD brand. And the first thing you should ask is how many hours do you actually have in this industry? Or did you just take some investment money, slap a label on a bottle and trying to get rich? It's two different programs.
1: The wheat will separate from the chaff, no doubt. All right. So back yep. to my question. Great. Great which I interrupted you by giving you a comment is in terms of systems, in terms of symptoms, you know, what people are dealing with Lyme disease, they're dealing with, you know, insomnia, horrible, like sleep inversion where they sleep during the day and are awake during night. Uh, Of course, chronic pain. You know, some people are just suffering with pain, a lot of neurological issues. Right. And then there's this other strange subset of kind of, um, PTSD slash concussion type symptoms, uh, symptoms that occur. So lots of swelling of the brain.
2: Yeah. I love that. And then I also have two notes taken from my research before this podcast as well for fatigue and brain fog. Um, which if you check out mountainmade.life, you're actually going to see similar verbiage on our website. So let me kind of explain the mountainmade product system. And I think it'll start to touch on um, some of these symptoms here that, that you just covered as well. So our product system can it consists of three products, Build, Boost, Recover. Build is our morning dose. It's a 50 milligram tablet. We're recommending one to two tablets every morning. The reason being is what our R&D and our customer feedback is saying is it 50 milligrams of CBD, you're actually getting a boost of mental clarity and a feeling of clear, clean energy. So for a lot of our customers, they're taking it pre-activity. I take 100 milligrams before I go into two hours of jujitsu, and it gives my body and mind a, a really nice, clear, clean energy, a feeling of go get it and drive a big reduction in brain fog. So that's our base flagship product, 50 to 100 milligrams of CBD in the morning. Okay, you've saturated your endocannabinoid system. Our late morning to midday product is Boost. Those come in 10 milligram chewables plus electrolytes. And that chewable allows you to titrate up to 30 additional milligrams of CBD From late morning to early evening. So again, you're continuing to saturate the body and provide it the CBD it's looking for. And then our evening dose recover is a 25 milligram chewable plus magnolia. And if you do some research on magnolia, you'll see that while it's not sedative, it won't force you to sleep. It seems to really, really want to promote natural consistent sleep patterns in a really deep state of rem so let's
1: talk about can can you get into a little bit of the biochemistry is that fair to ask you
2: i can i can touch on it lightly yeah let's uh get some questions going and see where my knowledge base extends to
1: <laughs> where we reach the edge and <laughs> it's sure it's fine i'm not i'm not trying to set you up um Basically, so endo, let's talk about uh, cannabinoid receptors in the body because that's, I mean, that's where it all begins.
2: Yep. So your ECS endocannabinoid system, it's a naturally occurring system in the body. It's been around for millennia. And the receptors with the endocannabinoid system are, are pre-programmed to accept cannabinoids THC CBD CBN CBG etc ECS is so wait a minute, let's back
1: up because you some of those acronyms I, I don't know so THC sure. we know CBD CBD oil we know that what was the yeah. other
2: one CBN these are also coming um, out as being pretty beneficial cannabinoids Okay. Um, they are found in broad-spectrum and full-spectrum oil products sometimes. Again, the issue right now is they're hard to find in consistent um, milligram doses in a product. Um, but, but they are, you know, something to keep your eye on as consistency continues to emerge in the, in the product space. Okay so there's different
1: version of the cannabinoids so
2: like everything else
1: in nature there're variants on the molecule and this is Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah. And your your ECS your endocannabinoid system is going to help modulate the immune system, uh, nervous system functions and essentially it's trying to provide homeostasis or balance in the body. So
1: is it fair to say that
2: CBD oil is an adaptogen? Yeah, and and we can say CBD oil. I like to just say CBD because CBD does come in other forms than oil. Um, And to be honest, I think most of the products that are using oil in the marketplace are ineffective. So CBD, yeah, it's being tied to adaptogens. We pull in the word nootropic into our product line quite a bit too. Because again, what our research and customer feedback is saying is, it that high dose of CBD, that reduction of brain fog and the fatigue fighting element to it, really seems to give a nootropic punch uh, to your day, which is super interesting. Do people ever complain about side effects? Yeah, yeah. So they're they're they're
1: first thing people say high dose like oh my goodness.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think we're on the leading edge with that, you know, being that we're in a tablet and we're high dose, you know, right now CBD oil is the go to word, right. but much like yourself, you're also seeing a huge section of the marketplace go, okay, I tried it. I don't get it. So we're on the leading edge of something new is the tinctures and the oil phase out of the marketplace, which they will do. I can show that via cannabis product category, timelines, tinctures are already on the way out. Um, You're going to see a wave of new and better delivery systems come in, tablets, transdermal patches, etc. Symptoms, you you absolutely can have adverse effects to cannabinoids. Um, There's an enzyme in the liver, P450, P450. Um, It's similar if you're on anxiety medications, your doctors are going to recommend that you steer away from like grapefruit juice because the acids in it don't allow the anti-anxiety depressant medication to break down right in the liver. They interfere with that process. Cannabinoids can affect the P450 enzyme in the liver and not allow other medications to break down appropriately. Um, That seems to be the biggest adverse effect with cannabinoid therapy in general. And is
1: it a, a certain classes of meds? Do you happen to know those? Oh, w- one more time. Is there a certain class of type of medications that aren't broken down?
2: Um, you know, that I don't know, you know, and I don't even know if science has, has pinpointed it. Um, you know, it's just something to be aware of in general. It's usually three to five percent um, of people can be affected by that.
1: You know, just most Lyme people are so sensitive that it sounds like they'd start with that, uh, the chewable product that you have. Sure. Try some and then begin to work the way up. And if they tolerate it to, you know, take the take the leap and then go with the, the 50 milligram and see how that works.
2: Yep, exactly. The 50 milligram also, it's a swallowable tablet. It's super easy to break in half. Um, we are working to identify... Some different dies for our machine where we can make a split tablet to make it even easier to crack in half if need be. Um, but for anyone out there who is sensitive, definitely start small and work your way up. Um, although I will caution that in, in for most CBD products, they're saying that because they're again trying to lock people in with this idea of of being too hopeful that the product is going to work eventually. And in our opinion, most low doses just aren't going to. Yeah,
1: and yeah, and this—that's a good point. And in this case, it's much more of a tolerance test.
2: Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, more of a tolerance a re- test. Yeah,
1: bad reaction yep. to so many things that you just want to dip your toe in it before you jump.
2: Exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly.
1: A to recover from having a bad reaction to you know any supplement really. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: You get burned a couple times like that, and people get. <laughs> People get very cautious.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and and, and again, I caution all people in the CBD space, you know, to really do your research and take a look at who you're buying from. You know, what is their end goal in all this? Do they really know what they're doing? You know, or again, are they just trying to slap a label on a bottle and hope it sells?
1: Yeah. Now, I saw on your bio that you worked with a project with children
2: a while back. I did. Yep, it was a super rewarding uh, project. Yeah, yeah. So in 2014, I was in the medical cannabis space, Um, a well-known global brand who's in the CBD market right now had introduced the idea of CBD oil with THC to help children battle epilepsy. They lost their license in cannabis. They started to pivot into CBD only. So those children who were essentially in families that were left hanging without a source for CBD, THC oil, we absorbed them as patients at our dispensary, and we essentially brought them over into our patient program. So I was helping children as young as 14 months, um, and that was approved by both consenting parents as well as two physicians for them to receive CBD, THC therapy. Um, and it was uh, it was a wonderful opportunity, a wonderful year. It had its ups and downs um, from an emotional standpoint as well as an effective, efficacy standpoint. Um, but you know, it was it was leading edge at the time. You know, in twenty fourteen, you know, medical marijuana CBD wasn't near as, as accepted and mainstream as it is now. So those parents went through quite a bit um, to get that availability for their children. They were moving from other states. You no, they're being called child abusers by friends and family, um, and they had given up pretty much everything from a financial standpoint to move out to Colorado um, to, to try and get their kids better.
1: Yeah, that's really intense. It sounds like so many stories of people with Lyme disease uh, moms out there who their kids have Lyme and just do anything to, to yeah. get
2: better you know, do anything. And and much like epilepsy, you know, treatment would work for four or five weeks. Um, And unfortunately, at that point, our extraction methods were crude. The ratios of CBD to THC would change from 20 to 1 to 17 to 1 to 5 to 2. And that would throw off the ability to provide consistent treatment. That's
1: just all over the place.
2: It is, you know, and, and again, reflecting on my background, and, and I get a little aggressive when I talk about other brands in, in the CBD space. But, you know, when you ask myself or Mount Maid, how can you say this stuff? Well, that's how I can say this stuff. Because when I help children with epilepsy, I know for a fact, the inconsistency of that oil did not allow them to have longevity and a consistent treatment pattern. Same thing is going on with full spectrum and broad spectrum oils in the CBD space. It's undeniable.
1: And the other question comes, the question to, comes mind to mind with uh, the kind of the things going well for a few weeks and then and then tapering off for stopping. And is does the body build up resistance to CBD?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I I found a a medical term online earlier today. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the word. Uh, (laughs) I'll be honest, man. I'm a Midwest guy. Like, you know, I'm a little limited here. Uh, My lady's great with language. I'm terrible. Um, But yeah, you know, you do see that. So for me, I'm taking five to 600 milligrams of CBD a day. At this point, I'm utilizing myself for trial and error with different products. My baseline is so strong right now that that initial like zippy energetic feeling that I got from Mount Maid during my first three months um, isn't as strong because my baseline has gone up. My baseline of care and, 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 and functioning has gone up. Now, if I lower my dose for three to four days and then bring it back up, that zippy feeling comes right back. So it's interesting because what I tell folks is if you get to a point where you're like, I don't think CBD works anymore, or maybe whatever I was feeling, you know, it's over, stop your CBD therapy for three days, 72 hours, and you'll notice a reduction in how good you were feeling most of the time, jump right back on it, and you're like, boom, there it is again. That homeostasis that CBD wants to provide tends over the long run to give you a, a new neutral or a new baseline feeling that a lot of times is above where you were. So sometimes you'll start to question that and go, and then you just jump off of it for three days and the body starts to rid itself of the CBD pretty quickly and you come right back to where you were.
1: It's the opposite of the the frog in the water, right? You don't yep. notice the bad things coming. You don't notice the good things coming.
2: Yeah. It's, you know, we have a ton of athletes that are taking CBD regularly. Their recovery is, you know, from their athletic performance is staying really consistent throughout. Um, and, 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 you know, that's what you're looking for. There's usually something the body can be doing with the CBD. Um, we coach a proactive standpoint, not a reactive. We just got a reorder from a migraine customer. Who had emailed me and said, You know, your product doesn't work. And I said, Well, great. Like, I actually enjoy hearing that because now I can ask you, What does work mean to you? And she said, Well, I get a migraine and I take it and it doesn't work. And I said, Great. It shouldn't. It's too, shouldn't. Late. It's yeah, too late. Right. Yeah. I said, I also suffer from tension based migraines. I said, I have to take CBD two to three times a day and stretch. And within a month of doing that proactively, My frequency of migraines has dropped from two and a half a week to two a month. And she said, huh, I just never really thought of it like that. She got into a better pattern and she just repurchased the product. So again, proactive and consistent intake of the Mount Made product system is really the best bet.
1: So she made the mistake of thinking of it like a migraine med. And I'll take it after I get the migraine and it's going to crush my system back into a place it should be. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then that that most natural products are not going to work that way.
2: No, you know, they're not. And, and it's just not designed to do that. It's, you know, again, it's a proactive product system, you know, taking it ahead of time, building a lifestyle and a consistency out of it is is really what the, the mount made product system is designed for now if somebody's really
1: struggling not feeling good lots of different things going on how long should a person pursue you know a high dose and so let's let's just say they're not having any reactions they're taking you know the doses like you recommended maybe they're taking 100 in the morning and they're taking the boost dose they're doing everything that you recommend how long should they go before saying, you know what, this if it's if it's not producing results, or, or and the flip side of that, how quickly do you see results? I know I'm sure there's the, the outliers, right? They take one dose and like, wow, man, that's just the best stuff ever.
2: Yeah, yeah, great question. And again, I mean, my goal in Mount Maid, especially from a promotion standpoint, is to never overpromise. I think the CD companies that tell you to take small doses and slowly ramp up. Um, are, are are waiting for you to buy in whether something's happening or not. Mount Made is going to stand behind the fact that within two to three days, um, and like you said, all things being neutral that you're you can take that high dose and, and you're not going to have an adverse reaction. Two to three days and you should know whether Mountain Made works or not. You know, we're not going to string you out and say, oh, let's take a month. No way. Two to three days, we're going to stand behind our product.
1: I want to go back to the endocannabinoid receptor. So endo just means inside. That means your body's own. That's all that means. It does. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, for those of you listening and saying, what are they, what's that weird word they're using? Yeah. And it just means your body's own natural system. So that's, you know, that's kind of the, one of the very cool things about uh, CBD is that your body has a CBD system and it is kind of one of the cool things about opioids too. Your body has an opioid system, but there, yep. there's a lot more downside with with taking the opioids. but anyway so we've got this internal cbd system my good friend bob miller who uh, runs a genetic nutrition company i'm part of his uh, research team he did a lyme and he does, did several lyme studies but one of the things he uncovered was that there were quite a few uh, people with lyme disease who have genetic variants on their cannabinoid receptors so I'll, I'll send you that because i know you'll be interested in it so it's what that means is your body's not as sensitive to it so it's a little bit like being insulin resistant uh, type 1 diabetes where you just you know your body can't well that's, that's wrong that's the body can't make the insulin, but in this case it can't receive the signal so your body may not be able to make enough of its own cannabinoids to activate your system. And in this case, a boost might really put you over the top. So you're, you're supplementing, literally supplementing your bodies. And just like taking an insulin shot in this case, you're supplementing your body's production of cannabinoids to flood the zone to make sure that these receptors that you do have are, are fully activated. So it sounds like it's a, good, you know, it's a good fit. And I know a lot of people out there listening have either thought about it or tried it, or maybe tried it and it didn't work so it's it's great, Michael, that we've got you here and can really explain the difference of what's going on here, because we've we've had I've had a patient and a doctor come on, and the doctor was really in the full spectrum and uh, on the cannabis, the full cannabis side of things. and the the patients have said various interesting things about it. You know, they've had to experiment because, like you said, there's no standardization up till now. Uh, yep. with what's going on. So what, what you're bringing and what you're teaching us today is just awesome.
2: Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. You know, and, and and again, I'll agree with the physician where they say there's value to the full spectrum, broad spectrum. But let's look at it from this standpoint. GW Pharmaceutics took cannabis oil because people will say cannabis, whether you smoke it, vape it, or eat it is good for nausea, right? What mm-hmm. GW Pharmaceutics found is that it's not the 900 other things, it's one thing. It was a terpene, which is a smell molecule in cannabis. So they narrowed down that anti-nausea uh, ability of cannabis to a terpene. So if you say full-spectrum cannabis products cure nausea, what if the cannabis plant you're using doesn't have that terpene? Now you've over-promised and you've underdelivered. What if one batch has a ton of that terpene, the other one has less, the other one has none? You're providing an inconsistency because you're doing such a shotgun approach. You're just trying to hit the target with everything. What Mountain Made is going to do in 2020 is create broad spectrum products in a laboratory setting and control the terpene inputs. So if we say we believe this terpene profile is great for the evening. When you buy that product, it'll be the same port, the same profile to within 3% accurate every single time. So we're going to control broad spectrum, not just shotgun approach it. And I think continuing for, for customers and consumers and patients to understand that is super, super important. When in
1: 2020?
2: Uh, no set date right now. You know, we're moving through the last bit of 19. Um, we're going to get it moving from an R and D standpoint. Um, but it's, it's, it's not, I'll be honest, it's not near as technical as it may sound. You know, it's just putting things together in the right manner and homogenizing them. Um, but it's, it's, you know, that's one reason we haven't just jumped on the, uh, broad spectrum bandwagon. You know, we could market it and sell units based off of that we're just not doing anyone justice now do we know what the
1: different terpenes do
2: so we we definitely have a gauge um in an idea you know if you have sativa versus indica cannabis you know one affects you in a cerebral euphoric paranoid creative manner and the other one affects you in a hungry sedative body manner we're starting to be able to gauge them Part of our R&D is going to make, um, you know, accurate assumptions, get them into products, get them out to consumers from a testing standpoint, gather, you know, data points and then, you know, start to verify those assumptions. So we have a pretty accurate roadmap um, of where to start. Yeah.
1: It's going to be interesting to see the products be fine-tuned like this one because you you hear this out there too you know this particular blend this particular strain is good for you know let's say you know pain better pain this one's better for insomnia this one's better for cognitive function it'll be very interesting to see those standardized and out there on the market and really give it a chance people to really then experiment with dosage and rather just the the russian roulette and you know it brings to mind. So we ha- we kind of use the the wine analogy. It reminds me of whiskey. I'm a whiskey drinker. So it's the difference between a blended whiskey, where for the most part they can you know blend from a bunch of different barrels and get the same flavor profile, which is what you're trying to do, as opposed to a single malt, right? Where it's just a, or a single barrel even, where it's just hit or miss. You know, it could be the best whiskey in the world. It could be swill.
2: Yep. And, and that's exactly moment, it.
1: Yeah. We've seen the same thing with uh, another one. It's easier is tomatoes. You know, you grow a tomato in your backyard and it tastes a certain way and you get the same thing from the store. It could be even the same variety and it could just be the piece of plastic. that just tastes terrible. And that's all based on the profiles of the different chemicals that are inside.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, in cannabis, you you're on just such a smaller scale. When I walk into a dispensary in Colorado and I want Golden Goat, you know, uh, they're growing it in house or they're sor- sourcing it from the wholesale market. And in cannabis, when you harvest, all the strains are kept separate. In hemp, it's a shotgun approach. You know, the extraction companies are sourcing 50 acres from Oregon and 100 acres from Ohio and a thousand acres from Kentucky. Bringing them all in in super stacks on a semi, taking the material and dumping it in, you know the, they're mixing the plant matter, oil comes out and in fifty five gallon drums, and order comes in. they're they're pumping from the drum into kilo jars. the The whole controls are getting mixed matched because all the industry is asking for right now is full spectrum they're not saying i want full spectrum from golden goat or cherry blossom or t1 they're just saying full spectrum so until that all gets categorized out the full spectrum broad spectrum are nothing but inconsistencies
1: yeah and i think it's just going to get worse or more well worse is not quite the fair word but more inconsistent there i just heard about a workshop here put on by the local ag school about uh growing hemp and there are 150 local farmers that showed up and again we're in a small community so the interest is huge and the soil you know you don't if if you're not familiar with farming or growing things the soil
2: is everything yeah and you know again to your point if we grow cherry blossom in colorado versus new york versus kentucky that cherry blossom is going to develop differently in each state too you know so there's a a difference and what that plants outputs and profiles cannabinoids terpenes etc are gonna be um, so the industry definitely has a lot of grown up and maturing to do and that's why again mountain-made mountain-made CBD has chosen to go with crystal clear CBD to start it provides a baseline you know what you're getting every single time we're giving ourselves you know 5% variance on potency so if it says 50 milligrams. We're going to guarantee that to within 5%, which again is almost unheard of in the marketplace. Big Pharma gives themselves 10%. So we're, we're, we're half of that variance. Um, and we want to just you know start people at a baseline. Here's what you get, and we'll work and develop new products accordingly as we go. That's awesome. I'm sure
1: people listening are inspired to, you know what, maybe I should give this a try. Either for the first time or again, where can they get Mountain Made?
2: Yeah, so MountainMade.life. If you Google Mountain Made CBD, will pop up right away too. But MountainMade.life. Check out our website. You know we got a really, really nice setup there. Um, We're currently accepting e-check, so electronic check is a payment method. Uh, We're we're continuing to work on getting more credit card. Uh, processing available online Uh, and we may even open it up to buying the product and mailing us a check the old school method Um, but the e-check is super secure Uh, it works really well in the order shipped within uh, 12 hours of you ordering them so it's a really streamlined ordering system do you have a program for practitioners doctors we do. Yeah. So we do wholesale to clinicians uh, as well as ph- uh, physicians um, so that they can provide it directly to their patients uh, as a retail seller of CBD. Uh, so if there are wholesale uh, opportunities listening out there, you can contact us. We have a great wholesale program. When you go on the mountainmaid.life website, you also see our price points. Um, we're anywhere from 50 to 70 percent less than other brands on the market. Again, we do everything in house. We source, manufacture, direct on everything, so you're not paying the extra fees for for brokers and middlemen uh, and distribution co-packer outlets to touch our product. We do it in house. Yeah, that's awesome,
1: and you know exactly what's going into your soup.
2: Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, there's an affordability aspect, like we can't be the brand that comes out and says high dose, high dose, high dose, and it's $500 a month. Like that just doesn't work for people. You know, a big section of our, our demographic that we shoot for is the activated lifestyle, you know, skiers, runners, crossfitters, bikers, uh, gear is expensive. You know, it's it's super expensive. Managing a healthy lifestyle is expensive. Treatment for other ailments and conditions is expensive. You know, we want our CBD product system to be affordable, so that people don't look at it and go, "I only have three tablets left. I need to take a quarter tablet to stretch this out." That's not effective. That's that goes completely against the grain of our marketing and product message. So when we resourced our CBD and we were able to cut the cost of our CBD by fifty percent. We cut the cost of our products 50% and passed it directly on to the consumer.
1: That's an awesome story. And uh, I can't wait. I'm going to order some for a few of my patients. I'll try some out myself, uh, give this another whirl, because uh, you have inspired me to give this another shot. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, this nine years worth of experience I've. You know, seen CBD and cannabis not work as many times as I've seen it work. Um, but, you know, in that experience, whether it has or has not worked, uh, I have a message and experience and relevant information that I just really enjoy passing on to other people. So, at the very least, you know, you feel empowered and you feel like you're making an appropriate decision for yourself. Um, and I think that that's, you know, really why I was blessed with so many years of interacting with patients and customers. Is, now at a national level coming on podcasts like Blind Ninja, you know, I have, I, I can be a, be an outlet for people so they can walk away from this and go, I just, I feel more comfortable, you know, at this point. Also, Michael,
1: you've been a great guest. I appreciate it
2: very much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all for your time. Appreciate it.
0: it's great we were able to find somebody who could give us some like real nuts and bolts answers for like basic cbd questions like how to use it what to look out for and you know because i was one of those guinea pigs of your little toe dip and what do you mean
1: toe dip (laughs)
0: that sounds like
1: that sounds like (laughs) Achilles (laughs) was a heel dip so a toe dip (laughs)
0: Was it not the same thing? Um, no. no, you bought the when you bought that one bottle of CBD oil and said, "Hey, try this." That's
1: right, the pump. Yes, the, the liposomal one because I love liposomes.
0: Yes, and there I just I the only thing I could it report mi- was I found it felt vaguely irritated. Vaguely irritated.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know if that was a bad batch. What the deal was? None of the people we experimented with that. Batch of CBD oil liposomally prepared, very expensive. Had anything good to say about it? You're the only one who had anything bad to say it. But people are like, uh, gee, thanks, but uh, didn't help. It's like great. So we kind of put CBD on in my practice on hold for a while. And after listening to Mike, I think I understand a little bit more about why they may have had the bad batch.
0: Or a bad reaction or no reaction. (laughs) Well,
1: that had flavorings in it and stuff, too. So (laughs) maybe that's something to do with it. Who knows? If you have not yet left a five-star review and or a review, scroll down to the bottom of your iPhone. Do it right now. Hurry up. Just get there. Hit the five stars and take a moment and just tell us why. Lime Ninja Radio is valuable to you on your Lime journey. That's all. It has to be. It doesn't have to be a whole dissertation, just a sentence or two. Why it's been valuable for you. And if you hate us, don't leave a five-star review.
0: Send us an email.
1: Send us an email so we can fix it. Yeah, don't leave us a one-star review. We have two one-star reviews. Grumpy people. Don't be a grumpy person. Send us an email. Be grumpy on the email. We love grumpy emails. (laughs) Send those to feedback at limeninjaradio.com. Actually, we've been getting a lot of great emails recently and wonderful guest suggestions. Keep them coming. It helps us give the information that you're looking for and it helps us discover new people. So we really, really appreciate those emails. Just send the guest suggestion. You can go to the website limeninjaradio.com and there's a link there for guest suggestions or you can just send it to feedback at limeninjaradio.com and last as you long-time lime ninjas know this podcast would not be complete unless we left you with the lime ninja fact of the
0: day did you know every restaurant is a drive-through when you ride shotgun with a ninja